Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown! Wow, what a catch by the rookie! Ridiculous! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Got it back on the fan, 877-337-6666. Yeah, that is a myth Fleets and I were talking about during the break. The, oh, you can't beat a team three times, or it's hard to beat a team three times in a season. And I've heard the same thing, and I never thought about it, you know, as far as the numbers go before. I just thought logically, what does the first two have to do with this one, really? Sometimes, sure, it matters, but uh, others it does not. And the numbers that we're showing you there that we just went over, are telling you that it's not hard to beat a three a team three times. As a matter of fact, it's more likely than not that the team would uh, that won the first two would win the third. But I don't think this Giants situation has anything to do with that. This is basically the second time these teams are playing. The Giants didn't try in that first game. By the way, before we get back to the calls, eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Dude, is it me or does it smell like a movie theater in here? What's up with that popcorn smell? You smelling that? It smells like popcorn in here. You forget, I have no sense of smell. Oh, but if COVID took around, that from I'll you? Gladly eat some. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I would love to have some popcorn. It feels like a movie theater vibe right now. the The way the air is on in here, the the popcorn smell coming in. I'm like, I'm getting set to watch Avatar or something. Well, I mean, any kind of food smell. Remember whose studio you are sitting in. Yeah, I know. Well, that's what I thought. I'm looking around at the floor. I'm thinking, does the mic smell like butter from popcorn? What was Craig doing? I mean, would the guys go to the garden again and get some garden popcorn? I don't know what was going on. And then Marco was telling me that Amy sometimes, I guess, makes popcorn. Amy Lawrence, who does the um, network show on the overnights. My question is, how the hell do you eat popcorn and do a radio show? Like, if there were one food that I couldn't eat while I'm doing a show, popcorn's it. Or even that's the one food I wouldn't want to eat within hours of doing a yes. show because you have that one little kernel or just one little flake, one thing gets stuck in your teeth, you're not getting rid of that for 12 hours. You're done. That's just you have to figure out how to do a show with that stuck in your teeth thinking of it every single second. Get stuck in the back of your throat potentially. You're right in your teeth no way. Could you imagine every time a caller's talking, you're turning the mic off and like 
fingers in your mouth no, trying to figure out getting it out. I don't like eating, period, before a show or – I mean, sometimes I have to during. I'll have some peanuts. And I don't even like that. And you've heard me get – I mean, if you listen regularly, you can check it out on the free Odyssey app. I've gotten choked up before, whether it's a protein bar, whether it's peanuts, whatever. Matter of fact, right now I'm starting to feel a little bit from the pistachio nuts. But I don't like eating. I feel like it's a necessity for me to keep my energy up and get through the overnight. Going into a show – like, I used to see people eat – pizza during a show or before i can't even i can't do like do you eat before you do the overnights leagues or no i always try to eat like at least an hour and a half two hours before i do the show which means especially when you do the five hour shows you're hungry towards the end of it but i want to eat and just be done with that before the show and i've been with the morning show where you know in that six minute break they order breakfast and they're shoving down bagels or full oh. breakfast, both, you know, both when it was Boomer Carton, now Boomer and Geo, in a five-minute span, whatever it is, and they go back on the air, and it's like it never happened. Yeah, I, I, good for them that they could do it. I can't, and it changed for me after I started to get my – because remember, I used to be like 225 pounds, and all I would eat was fast food three times a day. But I once I got myself in shape and started working out and eating right, you feel the difference. And – knowing that, and I'm not saying I don't eat that food, because on the weekends, I do enjoy bad food. I can't fathom eating that stuff and feeling heavy or lethargic or like I need to take a nap and performing for four or five hours, no less, whatever it may be, or even the TV show. I don't do that either at SNY, so I got to be very careful what I eat before the late show, especially because it's dinner time and that stuff. But popcorn, that would be the last thing. That I would ever have. And it's so tempting because you're like, oh, it could just be a handful, just, you know, no. get a little taste. And But, again, that one little piece gets stuck, and you're regretting that for five, six hours, whatever it is. What size you get if you go to the movies? Bucket of popcorn. Well, I have the A-list, so I pay the same price for a medium or a large. So just I'll get just get the large, and if there's anything left over, dump it. Yeah, my wife and I are always like, ah, oh, we'll get the small. I'm like, nah, you know what? Let's just go with, what's the difference if there's leftover? My thought is, listen, if I'm paying the same price, let me get the large for the one time maybe in the year where I'll actually eat the whole thing. God, it's so, I love going to the movies. And that'll be back in play soon. As soon as, uh, actually, as soon as this weekend is over, movies are back in play. Matter of fact, maybe next Saturday I could go to the movies. February's going to open some things up. Pat is calling from Long Island. What's up, Pat? How you doing, Sal? Now, I'm cool. I'm a cowboy fan, but so I see Philly and the Giants twice a year. Yeah. <laughs> but I got to say, you know, the Giants, yes, they played well last week, but they're being so overhyped. They played two really crummy teams when they played the Colts, and Minnesota was very overrated, let's face it. Cowboys beat them up bad, and it's like, I just don't get it. I understand that, you know, the thought is they can go in here now and shock Philly, but Philly is a really good team. Really good. Yeah, Philly's good. I mean, I, I just, Philly. nobody's knocking Philly, but there are some things that you could say against them right now. Do we know how healthy Jalen Hurts is or how limited Jalen Hurts is? Do we know if the Phil, if the Eagles are going to be rusty coming off their bye week? We know the Giants have momentum. We know the Giants don't beat themselves. We know the Giants have gotten better, and they've looked at their best the last game that they played. You can't say the same thing for Philadelphia. So there are some question marks as well, plus the pressure that's going to be on Philly. Yeah, but you know what, Sal, in all fairness, the Giants rested everybody the week before they played uh, Minnesota, and they came out. So, I mean, come on, it's not like, well, Philly may be rusty. Well, the same thing could be said about the Giants, and they weren't. Correct. I mean, let's say he was real. They were, I mean, they were so dominant. They really were. And I get it. Jalen Hurts is a big part of it. 
But come on, to just basically now we're starting to hear like, uh, everybody starts to believe, especially when it comes to the Giants, you know, 2007 and 11. Right. Well, I mean, they did do it. I, look, by, the way, by the way, I didn't say that I think the Giants are going to win the game. I'm just saying that there's a lot that plays in their favor, and you can make an argument for them winning the game. They are seven-and-a-half-point underdogs, so it's not like everybody— oh, listen, you can, Any of the four teams could win it. I mean, that's why they're four, but the Giants, in all fairness, the, the chances of them winning this and going into Philly— we're forgetting, they're going into Philly. So it's not like they're home. Right. They're going into a really hostile place. Daniel Jones is a very good quarterback. But in big spots, he usually comes up small. I, whoa, I whoa, 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 whoa. You can't say year. that. You can't say that because the biggest games he's ever played in his life were the last two, which he's been at his best in. The game to go, the, the game the against the— I mean, come on. The oh, no, but, but wait a second. Yes, it was a game at home where everybody expected the Giants to steamroll the Colts. Again, the Giants haven't steamrolled anybody all year long. They go out there, they dominate the Colts. Daniel Jones played the best game of his career. Fast forward two weeks to the wild card game, which is the biggest game of his career, postseason on the road. Daniel Jones was even better. It was the best game he's no, played no. in his life. He- he, he played well. He played well. But he, I, you, know, but you can't say he's been bad now, in like, big games. It's the biggest game of his life, and he was dominant. And won. And the Colts, I mean, I can't even count the Colts. I mean, that's, right, that's You don't want to count, count the Colts. That's fine. Look, I, I'm not you saying know? the Giants are great. I mean, I, I feel like I've been consistent with this following along. The Giants are coming out of nowhere, but they've gotten better. As it's gone on, so it's hard to knock the Giants or just dismiss what they did. Oh, yeah, it's the Colts, or oh, yeah, it's the Vikings defense. The Giants were good in that game. They're well coached, they don't beat themselves, and their quarterback is playing at his best that he's been in four years. In one game. In one game. I mean, let's face it, one game. So he had a great game. I would be shocked if he went out and did that in Philly. I'll call you next week if he does. And say I was wrong. Uh, well, I look forward but, to it. No, I, I look. You're entitled to your opinion, Pat, and that's what makes Sports Talk Radio go. So I love it, and thank you for the call. Make sure you do get back to us, one way or another. You're one of those who are going to continue to doubt Daniel Jones. See, I like going based off of what is, as opposed to what could be or what you think might be. When I was criticizing Daniel Jones for three and a half years, it was because of what I was seeing. Not what I thought I might see. Not what could happen, what should happen. I'm going based off of what I'm watching. And what I was watching wasn't good enough. And as a matter of fact, and some people say, oh, you were wrong, you were wrong. No, I think I've been proven right, as a matter of fact. Because I was right to criticize him for his poor play. Because now, now what he's done the last couple of games, that's play that is warranting praise. That's where you give him credit. After he plays like that. Not during the first three years when there was very little to love about Daniel Jones. The last two games, that's where he deserves praise. So I'm not going to sit here and say, well, I didn't think he could do it for the first three years and now I still don't think he could do it. Just one game. That's not... No, that's not how I, I work. I've now seen it. I've now seen him do it against the Colts and even more so in the wild card game against the Vikings. Well, it's just one game. It's not really just one game because he's been better as the season's gone on and the playoffs count more anyway. And it wasn't just one game. He was near perfect. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, he had some moments. No, he was dominant. Perfect in the game. What that shows you 
is that he could do it. Don't you get it? There are a lot of people, myself included, that weren't sure he had it in him, that weren't sure he could do it. Well, now he's done it. This is not about, is Daniel Jones good enough anymore? Daniel Jones took his team to the postseason. Check. He's done it. There's no more, can he do it? Will he do it? Do I think he'll do it? He did it. Then, Daniel Jones played his rear end off and won his first playoff game. Check. Oh, can he win the playoffs? Can he take his game to another one? He did it. No more, I don't know, will he, can he? He did it. And the debate now is funny. Oh, is Daniel Jones still a franchise quarterback? Or how? I mean, guys, that, that, that question is old news. It's out the window. It's over with. He's a franchise quarterback. End of story. Oh, yeah, but I don't know. Can he take him to the Super Bowl? Well, he's got him within two games. They're, they're two games from going to the Super Bowl. The road in front of him is now a lot smaller than the road behind him. Two games. That's it. He wins two more games going to the Super Bowl. Not saying it's going to happen, but that's how close he's gotten. For Daniel Jones to improve, and we'll see what the results are tomorrow night, but right now there are not too many levels that he can go. He's almost beating the game. You know, the video game analogy. He's almost saved the princess. What is it, level eight? Four worlds? Or, you know, World 8, I forget the how, how the whole thing worked with Mario. But, you know, each level had the different worlds. I think it was, like, he goes up to level 8 and then four worlds in each level. So let's say right now Daniel Jones is at level 8 and he beat World 1. He's got three to go. Division around, championship round, Super Bowl. The other seven levels are behind him already. Gary's calling from the Jersey Shore. What's up, Gary? Hey, Sal. What's happening? How you doing? How are you, Gary? Good, Sally. Listen, uh, on the eve of a giant Eagle playoff game, we got to take calls from Cowboys, man. <laughs> uh, what's up with that, man? Well, Cowboys are in the postseason, too. I mean, I prefer I know, I know. If, if, a, not... if a Cowboy fan calls, I prefer to talk about the Cowboys as opposed to hearing him talk about the Giants. But That's right. Talk about your team. I, I appreciate that, Sal. Hey, listen, let me just change your... I've been listening all week, Giants. I'm excited. I don't want to get overconfident because, uh, like you said, what you watch, right? I've watched the Giants play the Eagles for the last few years. Hasn't been very pretty ever since Elliott made that 61-yarder. It's been nothing but Mm. headaches against the Eagles. But I got a question for you. Uh, If you had to pick uh, the two Super Bowl teams for a million dollars, what what teams would you put in? Oh, I like this question. See, I I like the hypothetical with something on the line. If somebody said, Sal, right now, you get a million bucks if you pick the Super Bowl content or the Super Bowl participants. Um, Oh, man. First, I would ask for a little more time. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, And I I had this from earlier in the year, and I'm sticking with it. Chiefs Niners. Chiefs Niners, two best teams. I really see it. I hope you guys get there, but. I would probably. 
I don't know, man. I'm torn. I'm torn on this week. I, I could see why you'd say the Niners. And I've been saying Niners all year, so I might as well stick with that. Oh, the AFC yeah. is tough, man. AFC you know is tough. The, the AFC is tough, but I, I, I really think the Chiefs are the best team. And I'll tell you what about the Niners, which, uh, again, I know you know this. Everybody knows this. But, man, they are good on both sides of the board. Yeah, no, the, Niners, the, might be the, the, the Niners might be the best team in, in the NFL, most complete team in the I'll NFL. I'll tell you what. You look at the defense, then you look at the offense. When Debo's Samuel's that he's the guy Superman, and he does everything. They're a tough team. I'm gonna say so, I'm gonna say Niners Bills, and I didn't love the Bills coming into the year because everybody else did, and I usually don't like going with the obvious pick because it usually doesn't play out. But I would go Buffalo because I almost feel like they're getting overlooked. The Bengals are trying to play up the disrespectful card. And, you know, I, I know the Bengals are good, but they were there last year. Uh, people are talking about the Chiefs like yourself, Gary. Bills all of a sudden have become underrated because they haven't played clean, crisp football. And thank you for the call, Gary. They haven't played at their peak yet. They haven't clicked on all cylinders. They're sloppy. You know, they, they've they barely hung on to beat Miami. And I think that's going to turn people off, which will turn me on. I would say the Bills are going to go to the Super Bowl. Bills, Niners. That would be my pick. I don't know if I love that matchup, but that would be my pick right now. I really haven't thought it out. I try to just live in, you know, my mother asked me the same thing with my wife. They're trying to plan like weeks ahead. And I'm like, can I get through today first, please? I don't have enough bandwidth right now to think about, a week ahead of time or two weeks ahead of time. It's just not trying to survive each day. Survive in advance. Oh, what day is it? Wednesday? Thursday? Survive in advance. I can't think that far ahead. But if you're putting a million bucks, hypothetically, on the line, give me the Niners and the Bills. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
argue about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. on the bed and this to your new year's resolutions win money in 2023 with superbook sports superbook has over three decades of sports wagering experience in las vegas so you get the best odds anywhere as we head into the football playoffs plus check out their special odds boosts and promotions at superbook.com make 2023 the year when you win money from vegas download the superbook sports app now and place your bets. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 877-337-6666. Talking Giants. And look, I'll take your calls on whatever it is you want to discuss on this Friday morning. But, I mean, for me, it's a football Friday. A special football Friday involving Giants as they take on the Eagles tomorrow night. A Saturday night special. I love it. We don't even have to wait until Sunday. We get it tomorrow night. All Giants all the time here. We'll get to the hottest picks in the game coming up at 3 o'clock. The perfect parlay at 3.40. But Giants talk with you. 877-337-6666. Brian calling from Milwaukee, Oregon. What's up, Brian? Hey, uh, I can say buongiorno, amico. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. In any case, I'll get to the Giants in a second. I have one minor concern. Looking at the Nets game, I was just going to touch on that briefly. Uh, you know, I look at this, you know, Ky- Kyrie's putting up the 30, you know, Claxton got 20. Uh, but again, Simmons didn't hold much weight. And I'm thinking, how in the world are we going to survive until the All-Star break? I'll take yours, and then I'll go to the Giants, though. Well, I mean, I got nothing to say about the Nets right now because the KD is out. I know they've been struggling here, but to me, it's all about getting Kevin Durant healthy and getting him back in that lineup, getting into the postseason and trying to make a run. That 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 is right. it. I appreciate that, but it's just, you know, and I hear these stories, too, before I get into the Giants, uh, regarding, you know, we need to trade for a bigger guy, you know, can post, you know, and do all that kind of stuff. Um, but again, you got to think, what are you going to give up? And that's what's got me perplexed. Uh, well, I don't know the answer to that. I have not paid enough attention to it as far as what the Nets will be looking for with the trade deadline, right. to be flat out uh, honest with you. Uh, they're not on my radar at this moment. I mean, it's it's football uh-huh. Uh, only. I mean, I get it. I yeah, get no. It. I mean, I'm just I'm, I'm being honest with you. I mean, I, I know enough of what's going on with them, especially once KD right. once KD went out. To me, that was you know it's obviously going to be a blow to to the the time that they're without him. I mean, they they have to stay healthy. It was finally looking like everything was coming together for them. Kyrie, KD playing well, the Nets rolling, getting back toward the top of the Eastern Conference. Then KD goes down, and then that's it. I mean, they're, they're just not – I don't know what you could expect from this team without their best player. So they need to get him back, and as long as he's back healthy for the postseason, it's going to be the same old story as it was the last couple of years. Have to get him healthy, be healthy going into the postseason, and see if they could break through and go on a run, which, by the way, I think they're going to do this year. Well, I'm hoping and praying, you know, because I look back at past playoff performances. And, you yeah. know, I just, no, I get it. Uh, I, I get it. I get it. All right, let's. Can we move on from the Nets, please? I think we spent way yeah, too much time. Yeah, let's get to the because I have some very pertinent points I'd like to make. Okay, I I get tired of listening to all this about Jones because Jones has an incredible option. Okay, uh, he's got that ability to run when he needs to run, and he's also got that ability to throw when he needs to throw. And I haven't really seen evidence where he's trying to thread the needle too tight or anything like that. 
But what I see is a guy like what, well, I have to explain. I'm a graduate of San Jose State, and the Spartans have this quarterback named Cordairo, same thing. Run around, scramble, you know, and can dish around defenders, you know, get in the secondary and whatnot. And it reminds me of him to a T. And, of course, the other reason is, you know, it's Jones, that's a Welsh name, but that explains me on my grandfather's side. Anyway, <laughs> I think Saturday is going to go well. If two factors go the way I think they're going to go. Okay, as we proved this past week, you look at what Barkley did. He'd only had like 53 yards, but you look at He had nine carries. I mean, he did a lot in the backfield. He had five, six catches out of the backfield as far as receiving the football goes, but he only had nine carries in the game. But again, yeah, that's the whole thing. Those two touchdowns were absolutely critical. You know? And I'm thinking that's going to be the same thing. Put the emphasis, put the heat on Barkley, let him drive the ball. <clears throat> Dan is going to figure out how to get it done in the air. Or he's going to scramble for it, well, just like Cordaro does for us. And that's the thing. It could be a balance there. And thank you for the call, Brian. Appreciate you checking in. That's the thing with Jones, where he's not a one-trick pony. He showed you in that game in Minnesota that he can run the football we knew that he could do that effectively. That was always the strength of his game. But he also showed you he can do it through the air. What did he throw, 35 times? I think he dropped back to pass 35 times. And to me, the most effective thing, and I know Saquon Barkley, I think it's Barkley, refers to him as Vanilla Vic. Um, and, and I always was like, oh, I, I don't see Michael Vick in Daniel Jones. However, in that game on Sunday, I did see Michael Vick in Daniel Jones because Vick was at his best. Now, obviously, Vick was faster, but Daniel Jones is bigger and stronger and tougher and throws the football better. I mean, it's just no, Vick may have had a stronger arm. He was not accurate at all. And that was one of my guys, I mean, Vick. So I loved him. But Daniel Jones, not as good a runner, but he does remind me of him, and in particular on the broken down pass plays. That's what I was going to say, that Vic did his damage running the football on broken down pass plays. This was not RPO. This was not design runs. Occasionally, yes. But at his peak, and I say his peak was 2002. That was, to me, his best season, even though the numbers would say 2004. In 2002, he was at his best with broken down pass plays taken off. That is what I saw from Daniel Jones on Sunday, and he was dominating doing so. Now, you got to be careful because you don't want your quarterback running 17 times. That's running back stuff. That's how you get hurt. And they were more careful in the second half of that game. And I expected they're going to be careful in this game, which is why I expect Barkley to have more, more like 20 rushes as opposed to nine. Dylan is calling from Texas again. Good morning, Dylan. Good morning, Sal. Thank you for taking the call. How are you, Dylan? Good. How are you, sir? Yeah, uh, good. I just got to say, uh, before I get to my point, uh, I just want to say congratulations to Gary Cohen, Howie, Hojo, and Lighter for being inducted into the Mets Hall of Fame. Yeah, I know. I didn't get to it yesterday or even today because I'm trying to focus on the Giants here, but... I mean, I did it on the Baseball Night New York show on SNY that you could see weekly at six or daily uh, every uh, every day six o'clock. Um, but we did talk about it there. You're right. Congratulations to Gary Cohen. Matter of fact, I had Gary Cohen on the show yesterday and had a chance to talk to him, which was a thrill for me. Growing up listening to him, working behind the scenes here at the Fan when Cohen and Howie were doing 
the radio call. So, yes, uh, to, to Hojo, to Al, two of my favorites, and, of course, Gary and Howie, two of the best to ever do it. Congratulations to them getting in the Mets Hall of Fame. Yeah, I saw the interview with Gary. It was good stuff. Uh, so, to my point, um, Sal, i got to say, man, being a Jets fan, uh, hearing all this Giants talk and watching the Giants win a playoff game, it, it's uh, it, it's kind of it hurts, man. I mean, it, it, it's, it's all we're talking about here. I mean, but that's the story. That's all that matters right now. What else would you like to discuss? No, no. Look, you're 100 percent right, and you know, I, there's no real reason for me to be a Giants hater. Uh, I just wanted to ask you and get your uh, opinion. I know they'll probably never come out and say it, but what do you think? All this Giants talk, winning a playoff game. What do you think, uh, Joe Douglas, Woody Johnson? And uh, I think Bauer, it, I think it eats. I think it eats at Woody Johnson in particular. Look, the Jets are for, forget about the Giants aspect. The Jets are a mess. They they are a poorly run organization because the owner and everybody knows it. He could deny it, but the owner sticks his nose in the football business where he shouldn't be doing that. He should be stepping back, letting the people that he hires do their jobs. But he's meddling in the decisions, and that causes problems. They should have never fired Mike LaFleur. Now they're going to have a hard time replacing him with an offensive coordinator. Salah's not going to be happy. They don't know who the quarterback is. Essentially have a lame duck head coach. They're just If they just stayed the course, maybe they could have found their way out of it. Now, I'm sure that even Salah and Douglas are frustrated by the attention that the Giants are getting being in the postseason. But I think that would be for anybody. I think the Jets are just mad at themselves for not making the postseason. Obviously, like you said, you can't hate the Giants. No reason to hate the Giants. They did it the right way. The Jets have not. Yeah, I I think it's just watching Jones come into his own and and being, you know, kind of sort of stuck with Wilson and seeing him not being able to progress. Yeah, but but hold on a second now. It's a great thing that you bring up, Dylan. This is year four for Daniel Jones. In year two, we were saying the same thing you're saying about Zach Wilson. Now, I'm not saying that Zach Wilson projects to be what Daniel Jones has become. What I am saying is if you put the right coach around Zach Wilson, maybe there is a chance where they can salvage him. What I'm saying is don't give up on a young quarterback after just two seasons. They can't do it. It would be reckless. It would be foolish if the Giants did it. Where would they be right now? Not going to to face Philadelphia on Saturday night, I'll tell you that. No, you're 100% right. And you know what? I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, Sal, I hope you get a chance to watch it. Maybe you'll have a little maybe a little Vincent in you as well. <laughs> a little what? A little, a little Vincent. Oh, little Vincent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, th- <laughs> thank you, Dylan, for the call. Enjoy the game. Look, these kids, it's almost... I love Wild Card Weekend. I love Divisional Round, right? We're all football fans. We love it. But it a part of it does kind of get hurt by having a local in it. Now, you could look at it twofold. Your team's in it. Clearly, it's just the greatest thing ever. You don't care about the other stuff. But when you're focused on the weekend, like I remember, you know, I would go down to games in Atlanta for a Divisional Round or for a championship game, whatever. You're missing the other games that are taking place. When you do that, you're you're a Giant fan going to this game in Philadelphia. Chances are you're not going to be able to see the Kansas City game, or at least maybe you miss half of it. Or I guess you get there early enough, you tailgate in the parking lot, whatever. But 
Point is, your focus is not on Kansas City and Jacksonville or even what goes on Sunday. Your focus is all about the Giants, which is great, but it kind of takes away the attention of the rest of the weekend. Like, for me personally, if it weren't the Giants playing Saturday night, maybe I'd be more inclined to go out or to have people over and kind of have a party or whatever, just celebrating, oh, divisional round. We'll watch a couple of games, have some fun. But with the Giants in it, there's no way. I ain't messing around with that. That is a, I got to be locked in every possession. You know, I can't miss a second game to a point where even last weekend I was watching the Jaguars-Chargers game on my iPad. And, I, you know, so I could be with my wife and watch some shows and hang out with her on Saturday. You know, Saturday's our day. I'm working like a madman Monday through Friday. Sunday's football. And Saturday's usually our day. But for the last couple of weeks, you know, when football's on on Saturday as well, yeah, I have to figure out a way to kind of make both happen. So I watched the first game upstairs. You know, I had it on in the background. The Niners Seahawks wasn't locked in. But I had it on and was paying enough attention to it as we were doing other stuff. Same thing with the Chargers, Jaguars tonight, but that was on mute on the iPad as we watched TV shows together. We were catching up on Blackbird. Highly recommended. Apple Plus, it was good. Anyway, this Saturday, that cannot take place. This is the Giants game. For the first game, sure. Kansas City, Jacksonville, I could hang out upstairs and watch the game on the iPad, hang out with my wife. Giants-Eagles, that's non-negotiable. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Jones takes the snap back. He's under pressure. Flush to his left. Now throws it left sideline. And did he get his feet in on the sideline? We're waiting for a signal. Yes. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. What a catch by Hodgins at the 26-yard line. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Now we got it back on the fan, 877-337-6666. Giants, Eagles, tomorrow night. Can you believe it? Fleegs, are you on tomorrow night after that game? Are you on this weekend on the overnight? No, I'm on next week. So if the Giants are playing in the conference championship game, I'll be on heading into that one. So what is your plan for tomorrow, or for, for tomorrow just for the games in general? For what the first time, one, this is, like you've been saying, this is one of the best weekends Every if it's not number one, it's in the top three. This is a weekend where you want to have nothing else going right. on, and I've had a lot going on the last few months. My goal is to get home from work in a couple hours and not leave my apartment until it's time to come back on Sunday night. Oh, if that's everything great. goes right, I will be planted on my couch for all four of these games this weekend. Betting the games, ordering food, yeah, oh yeah, one or two nights, maybe making dinner one night. Betting to get, yes, just not moving yes. the full-on, like, sloth lifestyle. I, if there's one weekend of football I want it for, it is this one. This is the best one. This is it. Wild card's great. This is the one. This You get the best games. It's the final weekend with multiple games going on. Obviously, I know the championship weekend, you have two games, but you know what I mean. More than two games. This is it. The two days, four games, these matchups, I'm with you. I am now, unfortunately, I'm going to have to leave my couch Let's see. So I get home tomorrow. No, wait. Today is Friday. I get home tonight at 8.30 from SNY, 8, 8.30. Um, have dinner. I'll be excited. I'm sure my wife is going to probably be asleep. 
And I'm going to be alone again watching, you know, God knows what on TV till the wee hours of the morning. Saturday, nothing to do. You know, take care of stuff around the house, whatever it may be. But I'm not leaving, I don't think, Saturday. Order food, watch the games, do a little SNY hit after the Giant game. Then I have to come back into the city Sunday morning with Moose. So I'll leave like 7, 7.30, get here, do the show with Moose, react to it, which will be fun. Then I'm home, and then I have the rest of the day. Those games don't start till what, 3.30 Sunday, Three, right? 3 and 6.30. And you know what? Leave it to, like, if I was doing a show overnight, that would be the one thing where it's okay to, you know, get up and because you're still immersed in these games and talking about these yeah, right. games. It's the other stuff you don't want to have. Like, any other kind of obligation is just an absolute non-starter this yeah. weekend. Like there, I said, there's four, three, four weekends a year where it's, you know, we say it's no shot for really most football, but that's the goal. This is one of the ones where absolutely under no circumstances can you plan anything else during one of these game. four games. No, it's non-negotiable. I mean, not, it's just it's non-negotiable. That's it. You have a birthday. That's great. You had them in the past. You'll have them in the future. Probably. Right. Not happening. Not happening on this weekend. Or at least it could happen. I'm just not going to be If it. you're getting married this weekend, nope. then you know what? Nobody's rooting for you. No. I, was, I would send back that invite uh, a long time ago. Sorry. Can't make it. No, non-negotiable. That's why I love my wife. She lets me get away with it. I, I mean, I tell her flat out, you cannot plan anything. Now, I do give her the heads up. Hey, these weekends, can't do anything. Hey, what are we doing the 14th or 15th? Nothing. You can do what you want. I'm going to be home watching football. End of story. And even with working, that's why you know, usually I don't work SNY on the weekends anymore. But they were like, hey, we need somebody Saturday night. You want to do it from home? I was like, yeah, I don't mind. I uh, love come on, uh, come on after the game. Chris is calling from Beacon. What's up, Chris? Oh, my God, Giant love fest going on tonight. Hey, they're playing tomorrow. This is New York sports. They are the story. All week, it's been about Big Blue. Is this Sal Licato now on the radio, is this, or is this the Bob and Brett show tonight? <laughs> they, they gotta be loving you tonight. There's no way they're gonna be calling arguing tonight. Oh no, no I'm, I'm sure they'll find a way. Oh, you're, they're giving, you're giving them all the pain. Yeah, we got hottest pitchers in the game tonight coming on. Hottest, like, hottest picks, picks, picks. Oh, yeah, hottest picks. Hottest no, no, no. Hottest picks in the game. You know, she makes football picks. Taylor Mathis coming up at three. She takes great picks, too, though. Well, I mean, uh, use that uh, Use that for what you will. Use that word for what you will. You can spell it how you want. All right. Uh, well, you know, I take I, I, I write down a lot of her picks. I, I you know, Like I said, that's my... Uh, I'm a, I'm a big fan, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with her expertise. Yes, I don't blame you. You should. Um, all right. Uh, now, look, I, I don't want to sound like a giant hater. All right? I want to I wanna try to draw the line down the middle here. The Eagles going to win by double digits. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just be honest here. Look, yeah. we, uh, they fell off a little bit down the stretch because they had Gardner Minshew playing. Okay, when Jalen Hurts before he got hurt, they were not they were unstoppable. He came in that last game just to warm up, uh, basically just you know get things back intact here. They're going to dismantle the Giants. Ooh, Daniel Jones, dismantle Daniel, bold. Daniel Jones is going to go back get back to earth. They're going to knock him down. You know, they're going to you know he's not going to be running around. Like, like he did with the worst defense in the league last week. Come on, Zach. Like the guy said earlier, and, you know, I'm not going to agree with a – I don't want to agree with a Cowboys fan, but he, he's right. You know, they, they beat the Colts, who had nothing going on. They sucked. And then, you know, we knew the, 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 the Vikings' defense is horrible. So, it's just – it's it's not going to be – it's not going to be a cool game. Say that. We're going to go into, like, a cool game by halftime. 
people were like, this well, sucks. What are, will, what are we going to do the rest of the night? I will remember your prediction, Chris, and I look forward to talking oh, to you call, next week. Don't worry, I'll call you next week about this. Uh, looking forward would, to it. Uh, uh, no, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, you, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with Look, Everybody's got there, and thank you for the call, Chris. As always, appreciate checking in. Looking forward to talking to you next week one way or another. I told you they were going to blow them out, blah, blah, blah. Or, Sal, I can't believe it. The Giants are going to the NFC Championship game. You tried to draw the line and not sound like a Giants hater. You didn't do it too well there. But look, you are you don't have to be... It does, it, just because you pick against them doesn't mean you hate the team. If you really believe that the Eagles are going to roll them, and, and by the way, that's a scenario that is possible. I mean, they're seven and a half point favorites. Eagles have steamrolled the majority of their opponents this year, so it is possible. I don't know if I think it's likely yet. We'll do the perfect parlay picks coming up at 340. But it is possible. It's not outlandish to say the Eagles are going to beat the Giants by double digits. Tony's calling from Providence. What's up, Tony? Hey, my last call is wrong. It's going to be a close game. Watch the games last week. They were all tight. The Giants will play. And there could be a little rust on the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And and the coach, the guys believe, the players believe in the coach, and the quarterback is hot. And you can't go, you can't go against that in football, as you know, buddy. You Correct. Can't. You, no, you can't ignore that. I mean, here we go, prediction time. So you think it's going to be a close game. Giants going to win, Tony? Yes, I think the Giants, because I said because of the, the way they're playing, they believe the coach is a change of fresh air, as they say, mm-hmm. between the coach and the quarterback in the play, and like you said, it's going to be an upset, and that's going to be the upset game, I guess you can call Ooh, it. Ooh, Tony with a bold prediction, and thank you for the call, Tony. Giants to win outright. Bold prediction. Upset alert. Upset alert. Al is calling from Lake Roncon. Come on, Al. What's happening, Sal? How we doing, buddy? Good, Al. How are you? Driving home from work right now. Heading to Lake Roncon. All right. A little stop at uh, Little Vincent's on the way home. Nah, you know what? I, I heard the little Vincent's talk, and then actually yesterday I heard a guy talking about roses in Huntington. I got to be honest with you, I grew up in Ridgewood. It's the same chain. It's three or four of them, I believe. To me, roses is second to none. Wow, second to none. It's 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 the best Sicilian you're gonna get. Sicilian, okay. Do a little grandma pie or no? Uh, you know what? I never get grandma. I always get Sicilian. They uh. call it upside. They, they call it the upside down. Ooh, I like that with the sauce on top. Sauce on top. Yep, yep. Yeah, that, it's the best around. But uh, I haven't been to the one in Huntington. But I'll tell you, if it's the same chain, it is definitely a go. But uh, I want to get two uh, Giants here. Uh, can we All keep? Right? Can we keep talking about pizza? My mouth is watering. Talk, As a matter I'll of fact, about, I, I'll talk about pizza. I'll throw that pizza all night. Yeah, me, me too. I don't know why we were talking about it yesterday it comes up, and now we're talking about it again today. I guarantee you this. One thing I'm doing this weekend, I'm ordering pizza. Absolutely. Same Maybe here. multiple days. Maybe both days. I want to stop at Spumoni Gardens, for goodness sake. How long is it going to take to get there? Can I stop there after I do the show with Moose on Sunday, maybe? Or maybe I'll stop I- in Brooklyn, pick up DeFara on the way home. I got to do something. I want pizza this weekend. I want grandma slice. I want meatball slice. I want Sicilian upside down. I'm ready for it all. Me too. Me too. And it's good football weekend. Good weekend for pizza. You can talk football now, Al. All right. We ready for football? Yeah, All right, we can talk football now. This is what I'll say. Okay, I'm a diehard Giants fan. I watch Giants. I watch Giants 80s, 90s, 2000s. You know, what I will say is Giants were defense early on. 
was never an offensive team. You know what I mean? It was always defense. Sure. And then, and then now, Eli, you know, the Eli years, it was run the ball, make big plays. You know, they, they got the job done. They never had superstars on offense, you know, but they did their job. And defensively, it was always a pass rush. They never had anybody in the secondary that was back there picking balls off. They never had a number one safety, a number one corner on anybody. Oh, Jason Seahorn, Felipe Sparks. I mean, those are some of my favorites. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I know. I know know what you're saying. Before the the knee. And and as long as as Dexter Lawrence and this kid Thibodeau could get them heat and stuff the middle, you know, and and keep them from finding somebody open, that kid Brown killed them. That kid Brown killed them the first week that they played Philly. Yeah, I mean, he's a stud. He's a stud. Look, it's going to be tough, Alan. Thank you for the call, and good luck with the pizza. I mean, Marco, I got to get pizza this weekend. It's been, it came up yesterday. We're talking about – did we get your your take on a favorite spot? Refresh my memory. Did we talk about that favorite yesterday? Favorite spot for pizza? food? Yeah, no, pizza. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite. The one that I kind of go to every once in a while, there's a famous raise in Jersey in Verona that they make a Sicilian with the onions in the sauce. Awesome. Onions in, in the sauce. I don't know so if I like, like that. It's inside the sauce. So it's underneath the cheese. So you taste the onions on the uh, pizza? Oh, you can taste it. Yeah, you can taste it. I'm not a big onion guy. I mean, uh, I get that they the flavor, but I don't like the, the texture yeah, of the onion. Yeah, that's you've, good stuff. You've been to Spumoni Gardens? Fleegs is talking about that, and somebody brought it up No, yesterday. I don't think I have. I've heard of it, obviously. That's yeah. a thin crust, right? Isn't it? Uh, no, I think that's the up, upside-down no, 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 slice. Yeah, it's the, it's the, the best upside-down Sicilian on 86th Street in Brooklyn. Eight, wait, so that's 86th Street in Brooklyn. Why was I thinking that that's the Bronx? What's in the Bronx? Is there something? Uh, what the hell is the one in the Bronx that somebody was saying? There's only one Spumoni Gardens? Yeah. one. I, I think they're opening another location under the Brooklyn Bridge, but that's the, the main one is 86th Street. I may have to stop there on the way home Sunday and order something. Jafar is the best pizza I've ever had in, in my life. But all this talk about pizza and then football, like, it goes together better than peanut butter and jelly. L&B also has, if you want to call ahead, they have wings. So if you want to do both for Sunday. What pick, is l and That's up. the same thing? That's L&B Spumoni Gardens. Oh, it's L&B Spumoni Gardens. Okay. And they have wings, too? They have a full restaurant, so I just know they have wings because they'll put them on, like, their Instagram every year around the NFL playoffs and the Super Bowl. So what's the go-to? Like, I have to get a uh, upside-down pie? That's you got to get a pie, yeah. Do, do we have grandma pie or no? No, no, no. It's just the, okay. the regular That's all they pie. Make? The Sicil- well, they make regular pizza, too. But that that's what you get. You get a half a tray, get 12 slices to bring it home. That's what you want. Are you a, Marco, are you a uh, grandma slice guy? I do like the grandma, yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's my go-to, but I do like it. Yeah, I'm a sucker for the grandma. Oh, what's your go-to? Oh, I think I'm just a regular guy. Look, I'm a fat guy. You could put some pizza in front of me, I'm going to eat it. Regular Sicilian, pizza? regular, yeah. yeah like pepperoni? I'm, what are we talking here? Uh, I actually do like plain more than I uh, probably anything wow. else, but I'd probably go sausage before pepperoni. Interesting. You have a, a, a pizza of choice, Fleegs? Uh, plain's my favorite. I love margarita. I love the upside down, but it's hard to have any place that does it as great as L&B does. That one is just perfect. You know, it's an underrated spot. I found it just out of convenience. Now I try to go there whenever I can. Pizza Suprema, right outside the garden. Corner 31st and 8th. Uh, I do not. I'm not familiar with that one. Now you're looking at the wrong guy, man. A lot of the stuff in the city, like I've had it. Uh, the stuff around here, I've had it. I don't even know which ones they are, to be honest. No, I'm eating I it. It's like, oh, this is good. Where's it from? I don't know. You know what I do, too? I like different 
pizza from different places. Like in my area, whatever. Oh, well, this place has the best Sicilian. Or this place has the best buffalo chicken slice. Or Joe's Pizza right around here has the uh, fresh mozzarella slice. Yeah. Bleecker Street has the Nona Maria. Yeah, there's, you see, and there's I also, a ton of great specialty. And ones. I also, when I order pizza, I don't want general, unless like, you know, I go to Spumoni Gardens. And in this particular, particular case, I don't want to try that specific pie. I like getting a variety. I want two grandma slices. I want a buffalo chicken slice. I want a Sicilian. I maybe want a meatball slice. That's not bad. The only problem is now you're getting individual slices. So yeah. You're getting the, the reheated, reheated. And then if you don't eat it quick, yeah, I know. then it's going to be basically an old pizza that you're eating. Well, so that's what, that's what Mike used to do when he would order Mike uh, Francesa when he would want pizza for himself for lunch or whatever. He would just order a pie. And for me, like somebody who was making no money and couldn't fathom what he was doing, yeah, I'm like, all right, you want pizza for lunch? What do you get? A couple slices, two, three slices, whatever it is. He says, order a pie. He would take then the slice or two and then leave the rest of the pie in the newsroom. He wanted a fresh. He can't just have a slice. Mike can't just have a slice. You order a whole pie. Well, you know, when you got money. That's, that's I mean, the way to go. Well, that's the way that I was seeing it. I was like, oh, my God, this guy's so wealthy that he doesn't even order slices of pizza. Well, he orders whole pies. That's at work, and I agree. However, if you're home, you're not going to order a couple of slices. You're you order think, pizza. You think Francesca is ordering slices of pizza? I didn't say it, Mike. I said the normal people, people like us. Right. If you're at home, you're not ordering two slices. But you're ordering my, a pie, and you're not going to eat it. You're just going to put it in the fridge. My problem is I would spend the 25 bucks and buy the whole pie. I don't care. Like I'm not saying, oh, I'm wealthy because I'm not, but I wouldn't care. I just I have the fresh pie. I want a variety. Like I want to mix it up a little bit. I need, I want a meatball slice and maybe a sausage slice. Then you got to order the half and half pie that most places will do. That you could do, but then I can't get my grandma fix in. So that's why my wife kills me and says, what are you doing? Like if we have somebody come over, Mm. I'll order like four pies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, there are four people. You don't need four pies. I'm like, yeah, but I like the upside down pie from this place. And I wanted to try the grandma. And that's great leftovers for two days. Yeah, right. Yeah. You got to get regular because that's standard. Somebody likes it with meatball or pepperoni, so you get that split up. You need the grandma pie. You need the upside-down pie, maybe Sicilian. You're talking four pies for four people. That's how we do it. I'm starving. Is I there any come place over. that's open right now? <laughs> <laughs> I think right. Joe's and Bleecker Street just over. closed. I think they closed around 3 a.m. We well, just missed it. So when you all of a sudden it's 3 o'clock on a Sunday one day and you hear... Yeah, it's going to be, be me. My fat I ass at the door. You got like four pizzas for me or what? We, we got to do There's only two more football Sundays left. We're screwed. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend? 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.